Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self Love Podcast Quickie. It's a topic that's you know, not many people actually know the answer to, and it's certainly not something that seems to flow easily off the lips of adults. And it's the word of self-respect. What does it mean to you? What does it look like, somebody that has a lot of self-respect? And if you did have heaps of self-respect, would you make the choices, do the things, or put up with the things that you've put up with if you had more of it? I invite you to look around you, think about the people you admire and look up to and ask yourself, what are the attributes they possess that you're so inspired by? Is it how they talk or hold themselves? Is it the way they look? Is it their success or ability to overcome challenge, their incredible spirit, their kind heart? You know, if you're really willing to identify what it is that you find attractive and those you admire you will probably see a common thread among each of them. You see, this runs deeper than appearances and any achievements. There is often a subtle energy, an essence that you love. It isn't just like a profound, deep sense of self-respect that you can feel when you're in their presence and you find that you're drawn into it with ease and with love. But what does someone with self-respect really look like? When we look to others with admiration for who they are and what they represent, it's often because we feel, you know, uplifted by them or we seem to feel better reading about them, watching them or listening to them. Conversely, if we find ourselves competing with people, comparing ourselves to others, feeling inadequate, not measuring up and not feeling good enough, we may not necessarily bring out the best in ourselves. Sadly, the real fallout from this is that often it sends us down a slippery soap of self-loathing and at worst self-destruction. I'd really like us to explore this little voice inside for ourselves and begin to pay attention to what it is that we want and what serves us so that we can build our self-esteem and self-confidence, which in turn leads to the ultimate experience of self-respect and self-love. I asked my daughter, who was 20 at the time, Taylor, to explain to me what she felt someone with self-respect looked like. She said this, and I found it quite profound. You know what, mum? They know who they are, and they never apologise for it. They won't settle for relationships that do not serve them. They don't seem to concern themselves with what other people think of them, and they won't compromise their own values to fit in. They don't gossip or judge. They look after themselves and they care for themselves, for others in the planet. (laughs) I have to say, I feel like Taylor nailed it. In my mind, she seemed to encapsulate self-respect beautifully. And as I said at the beginning, I find it fascinating that when I ask people in my workshops to answer this question, they're not as forthcoming in their response. Younger people tend to get it, but people tend to have to really think about what it means. The dictionary says self-respect can be defined as a feeling of confidence and pride in your own ability and worth. As I investigated communities over the times of writing my book and looking into this topic very more and very much more wider and broader, 
I found that there's a powerful relationship with respect in different communities. And I particularly found myself drawn back to my roots of growing up in New Zealand, where the Māori culture is founded on the respect for family, including respect for self, elders, the land, and of course their culture. The Māori word mana means power. In the literal translation, the Māori dictionary defines mana as prestige, authority, control, power, influence, status, spiritual power, charisma. Mana is the supernatural force in a person, place, or object. Mana is the enduring, indestructible power of the atua, or God. Māori who grow up with the belief in mana since birth automatically have the notion of respect, which generally speaking seems to be missing in our European-based modern culture. Tribal cultures seem to be blessed with an innate knowing. They have a force inside each of them that is akin to the power of God, source or spirit, which leaves them free to honour themselves, each other and the world around them as a natural expression of being alive. I don't know about you, but I find it beautiful. And whilst there are many ways our modern progress has added enormous value when it comes to the greatest expression of ourselves, I believe we have a lot to learn from our Māori and Aboriginal traditions and cultural history. I was once told a mother is only as happy as her saddest child. Oh my gosh, isn't that ever true? If either of my kids are in a world of pain or struggling to navigate their way through challenges, my instinct is to do all I can to get them out of it. I want to wrap them up and protect them from the big bad world. I want their lives to be truly amazing and happy and perfect and right. And I don't want anyone to ever hurt them. (laughs) But we know this is just a ridiculous fallacy. And I've said it many times in my podcast already and throughout my beautiful book, The Art of Self-Love, that our greatest growth comes through our greatest adversities. And that we often find that supernatural force within can come to the fore through such times. As hard as it is to say this, why would I want to rob my children or anyone for that matter of that? I remember there was a time when Danny and I were seeing our counsellor and we asked dear Jacqueline, how on earth do we believe and behave appropriately with our kids? She said, especially when struggling, our job is not to hide our troubles and neither is it our job to lump our troubles on our children. All you have to do, she said, is show your children how to get through tough times and challenges and do it with strength and grace. Show them that it's possible to overcome problems and that you can always find a way. Taylor had been going through a pretty rough time at one point, particularly around love and relationships. I, of course, just wanted to hug her up and tell her to never stop believing in the power of love and that one day she will truly experience something extraordinary and she'll just know when it's right. Taylor is an incredibly deep thinker. She's wise beyond her years and I admire her so many in so many ways in the way that she processes things. I decided to ask her for an insight into her world when I was writing my book, The Art of Self-Love, asking her in her 20 years what she'd learned already about relationships. And I want to share it with you now. This is what she said. When the word love comes to mind, we don't think hurt or pain or destruction. 
we think warmth, passion, tenderness, togetherness. So why is it that we often self-sabotage in order to settle for a less than loving relationship? I'm the first person to take responsibility for allowing myself to settle when it comes to love. But in many ways, and after deeper reflection, I realize that I'm grateful for the lessons and the heartache too. Sometimes when I think about the situations I've allowed myself to be in, it brings me to tears. I remember allowing myself to be treated so poorly and to be taken advantage of. I now realize that to respect oneself means to love oneself. I was at a time in my life where I was seeking love in someone else and not in myself. And the worst part is I knew it. I didn't want to look in the mirror and love myself. So I looked for it in the wrong places and it ended up causing more pain than beauty. This so-called relationship, she said, felt restricting, like pulling teeth, instead of making me feel wanted and loved. It was the hardest part was letting him go, but also forgiving myself for falling in love with its potential, all the while knowing that I had seen the warning signs all along. I've learned that you'll break your own heart if you allow yourself to fall in love with the ideas instead of people. As time has passed, I have let go of the toxicity. I choose to look in the mirror instead. I found beauty, dignity and self-love. I look back on what was and I don't regret a single moment because it taught me so much. I wanted to experience emotions, good and bad, and that's what I got. I got a life lesson. So I say be thankful for the struggles you go through. They make you strong, wise and humble. Don't let them break you. Let them make you. All you can do is learn your lesson. There's no point in wishing you'd done it differently. The past is the past. Blossom to be the beautiful soul in the now and for tomorrow. The best deed we can do in this world is to love and be loved, yourself and others. Don't settle for a relationship. Why should a relationship mean settling down? Wait out for someone who won't let life escape you. He'll challenge you and drive you towards your dreams. Someone spontaneous that you can get lost in the world with. A relationship with the right person is a release, not a restriction. Through all of this, I have found me, myself. I don't know about you, but when I read what she wrote, it brings me almost to tears to know that her words are so wise and profound. And I've read that from my book, The Art of Self-Love. And I know that many people have written to me and said that those particular words alone from Taylor have really given them insight into their own definition and experience of self-respect. You know, since the age of 19, I have practiced the ritual of giving myself a full body massage every morning and most evenings. For those of you who know me, you can either listen to another podcast that I've recorded already in here, but I call it my daily body boost. Coupled with three drops of my chosen essential oils into a carrier oil like sweet almond, coconut or jojoba. I mindfully and quickly massage every part of my body from my toes to my head, honoring the gift of my legs that get me around every day, my tummy and chest that housed and fed two babies, my strong back and arms, my face. It's a one or two minute ritual and I stand there for a few seconds longer thinking about my intention for the day and those that I love. 
I can be brought to tears often by the love that throws, flows through me in this simple act. What a privilege it is to take the time to do a treat, to get to know myself, choose essential oils according to my needs for that day and respect the role that self-care has in my world. When you have such love for yourself and all that your body does, you come to appreciate yourself in a way that really does deserve all the love, care, devotion and attention that you can give it. I invite you to now think about the ways that you can surrender, take a breath and trust the path that's already mapped out for you and build a relationship with the mana inside. As it grows to be present and powerful force in every aspect of our lives, I know you too will grow to really fully appreciate the power of what it means to have true self-respect. I am so grateful for all the experiences I've had. I know many of them have made me and brought me to my knees in pain, but I also know the journey, the inquiry, the curiosity to become bigger and better for it is what's built that resilience, that resourcefulness, and that ability to respond and recover with grace, courage, strength, and dignity. I truly believe that just taking on a simple act like the beautiful Body Boost Ritual is a sure way to earn a deeper, more loving respect and connection with yourself, as well as giving yourself a huge thanks and appreciation to the most important person on the planet. Thanks for tuning in to the Self Love Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's Self Love Quickie, and I sincerely hope from my heart to yours that you really think long and hard about how much you give yourself the respect you deserve, how much it means to you to love people that you love and respect. What does it mean to you? And have you found or lost that mana within, that deep sense of self, that power, that belief that you are worth every single thing that you know you deserve? in a possibly, beautifully, perfectly good way. Take care, be kind, and I look forward to hearing your feedback and comments at the wellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast or the beautiful Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, or on my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28. I promise you your feedback your comments, they're all noted and heard and read. And I really do appreciate the five-star rating on iTunes. You've got no idea how much that helps get the beautiful message of all the things that I talk about around the power of self-love and how you just never know one person may hear one of these podcasts, which could indeed change their life. Take care now. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Boston Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.